It's the Daughters of Zion podcast ministry, where you get empowered to empower others. Don't forget to follow our podcast and follow us on Instagram at WSJohnsonLCSW. Hello, everyone, and thank you all for tuning in to the Daughters of Zion podcast. My name is Whitney Smith Johnson, the host and the creator of this podcast. And I hope you all are having a blessed day. I hope you all are having a blessed week. And if you aren't, well, hey, you came to the right place to get empowered by a king through the word that God sends through this ministry. So today God gave me a really good word. Oh man, it's an awesome word. It's a it's a pick-me-up word. It's a motivating word. It's time to like if you're ready to get out there and exercise, you know how you have your you have the I can't even think of the guy, the person's name. You have the person that helps you work out. So you have that person that's motivating you. And this is how y'all know I don't work out. Because I cannot for the life of me right now. Think of what you call the person who helps you to work out. <laughs> So, listen, I don't work out, as you all know, and that's something that I want to get to, begin to do, is to start to work out. So, I want to come here to motivate you all, get you pumped, and I want you all to understand, it's time to get your faith pumped. It's time to get your spirit pumped up. It's time to get your spiritual muscles exercised. It's time to get out there and get motivated. And so God gave me this word and it was, it was so awesome and I just, I just can't really get it out, but I'm just going to say what he told me. It's time to arise out of where you're at. Just like it's Nancy came to be a trainer. You have a personal trainer. That personal trainer helps you to work out. They get you pumped up. They tell you, hey, do this, do that. This, okay, if you want to get your, you let your calf muscles strong, you need to do this workout. You need to do this exercise. If you want to get your arms tuned up, this is what you need to do. So today, God sent me a word to be your spiritual personal trainer. It's time to get motivated. It's time to get, I'm about to be your hype man. It's time to get hype and know that you can go out there and you can do this. The word that God told me to send you all, it's time to arise out of there. It's time to come up out of where you're at. It's time to come out out of that place where you feel stuck, that place where you feel like you cannot go anywhere and you cannot do anything. This is going to be a very short word today on today's podcast. But it's going to be a blessed word. It's going to be a word that you can listen to on your way to work and it can keep getting you pumped. It's time to arise. And I'm going to be coming to you all from John chapter five. And I want to kind of read from the beginning so that you all can kind of understand where I'm coming from. We're starting at verse one. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Now, there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in the Amorite, is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Now, please understand this, y'all. My pronunciation is not the best. <laughs> so you can remember, you can go back and you can read this for yourself. But here, a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there had been invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get healed? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. 
while I'm trying to get in, someone else gets down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once, the man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. And so the Jews said to the man, who had been healed? It is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, the man who made me well said to me, pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, who is this fellow who told you to pick to pick it up and walk? I'm not even going to go into verse 13, but I'm just going to read that because I know it's kind of long. And I hope I didn't cause any of you all to kind of drift out in la-la land because I know when I'm kind of listening, I might drift off a little bit. So for those who may have, know that this came from John chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. Listen, God wants you to arise out of there. I want you to go back to verse three and pay attention to what verse three says. It says, here a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed. I'm going to tell you what God told me. He said, verse three in today's reality, he's talking about the depressed, the brokenhearted, the bitter. He's, these are the people who he's talking about, those people who are anxious. This is who God is speaking to in verse three. So when Jesus was there, these were the people who were there. So right now in today's reality, the people who are there are the depressed, the brokenhearted, the bitter, the people who are anxious, different things like that. And these are the people that God is wanting to speak to now. That person who is depressed, that person who is broken, that person who is battling with bitterness, that feels like their depression, their brokenness, and their bitterness is holding them paralyzed and disabled in a season that they don't like to be. This is who God sends this word today for. That person who feels like they have been disabled in a season where they cannot operate in their anointing and in the blessing of God because they feel like their depression, their brokenness, and their bitterness has taken hold of them and has kept them captive in this place. This is the word for you. And so then you fast forward to verse seven, and I want you to understand what the invalid man said, what this disabled man said when Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? He gave him an excuse. He said, you know, sir, you know, I try to get in. Other people get in before me and it's just hard for me. I just every time I try, it it just it doesn't work out every time. It seems like when I try something knocks me right back down. It seems like when I try, someone gets ahead of me. It seems like every time I try, it never works out. And so I don't know if any of you all can relate, but if you can relate, I just want you to say amen. Say amen right there where you're at. Because see what this man is saying, this man is saying, you know, my issue is every time that I try to move forward, someone gets in before me. He says, someone gets in before me someone gets ahead of me and and the man is saying that I just cannot continue to do this I feel stuck this is why I'm still here in this because every time I go forward someone gets in before me and if you've been like if you felt like this man at the pool 
you've been in situations where you're like, okay, I feel depressed. And every time you try to get up out of that depression, you have a thought that keeps you bound in that feeling of depression. You have a thought that says, okay, I'm going to come up out of this. And then you get a negative thought in your mind that says, you know what? I can't do this. You're not worthy to do this. Or you try to get up out of this. You say, you know what? I'm going to heal from this broken heart. And then next thing you know, you have a memory of you and your ex in the relationship or Someone gives you a call and say, well, girl, I saw your ex with da-da-da-da-da. You know, so every time it seems like you try to get up, someone comes and knocks you back down or someone gets ahead of you. Or you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna come out of this place. I'm not going to be bitter anymore. You know what? I'm going to apply for this job and you go and apply. And then they send you an e- email and they say, you know what? We went with more qualified applicants. I'm talking to that person. That person, every time they go forward, it feels like they get knocked down. And this is who, this is what the man was telling Jesus. Every time I try to go, someone gets in before me. Someone knocks me down. Someone puts me, someone kicks me out of the running. I kick kicked out of the running every time. And God, and Jesus was replying to him, okay, is this really what happened? This is what God, you know, this is what I, I can only assume was going through Jesus' head. So then Jesus replies to him and he tells him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. Listen, the this man, this invalid man, felt like his blessing was going to come if he got into the pool. Listen at this, y'all. Jesus told him to pick up your mat and walk. He didn't say pick up your mat and walk and go get in the pool and then do this. He said, oh, let me carry you to the pool. Uh-uh, Jesus didn't say. He said pick up your mat and walk. He made him skip past what he think he needed. So a lot of you all are thinking you need one thing, and God is like, you don't even need that. All you need to do is just get up. All you need to just do is just get up. See, and if you go back to what Jesus said, he said in verse eight, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And at once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. That's verse nine. So if we go back to verse eight, we can see that it's all in his mind. It wasn't his body that was cursed. It was his mind that was cursed. Listen, for 38 years, this man had been in this condition. So I can only assume that for 38 years, he had not been trying to come up out of this. He had not even tried to walk. He might have attempted to get up. He might have attempted to move. But he he had not attempted to actually walk. And it says for 38 years, he had been in this condition. And remember his reply to Jesus. His reply was, every time I try, he said, every time I try, this is what, I want you to say this. Listen at what he said. I'm going to say exactly how he said it. I have no one to help me into the pool. So there goes to tell you, he wasn't trying to get up. He was waiting for someone to get him up. Mm -mm -mm. How many of y'all are stuck in a place of bitterness and brokenness? And you're waiting for that ex to come back and apologize to you and say, okay, I can get over it then. Or you're in a place of depression. He was like, well, if mom and daddy apologize, if mom and daddy just do right, if, if cousin or whoever just do right, I would be able to come out of this place of depression. If I can just get this job, if I can just do X, Y, and Z, I can come up out of this depression. What God, what Jesus was telling that invalid man You don't need anything or anybody to get you up. You just need the strength and the willpower to get your own self up. This man told Jesus, he said, 
I have no one to help me into the pool. He was telling Jesus he was dependent on somebody else. Jesus don't want you dependent on nobody else. You don't need that apology to get over that broken heart. You don't need for someone to act right or to do right or to treat you right in your life for you to come out of a place of depression. You don't need for someone to stop doing X, Y, and Z for you to stop being bitter. This is what Jesus is saying. And so for 38 years, like I said, this invalid man never tried. He never got up and tried. It was all in his mind because in his mind, he felt like he needed someone to help him get into the pool. So for 38 years, he did nothing but sat there and watch other people go get in the pool. I want you all to remember this. It took 38 years for the Israelites to wander in the wilderness. They wandered in the wilderness for 38 years in unbelief. 38 years, y'all. I don't know if y'all understand it. It was 38 years that they just wandered in the wilderness. And I want you to know, this man was sitting here for 38 years because of what was stuck in his mind. Because it was in his mind that he felt he could not do it. He had been there for 38 years, not even trying to get out of that place because he was dependent on somebody else putting him in the pool. That's why God, and let me tell you how we know it was in his mind because, see, Jesus asked him, do you want to be well? Because, listen, he was already healed because it says in the Bible, it says, I want to say it's Isaiah 53 and 5, by Jesus' stripes, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. And if I quoted the wrong scripture, excuse me, you know, you can go find it. <laughs> and I say that in love. But it's by Jesus' stripes that we are healed. That was That's a promise. So listen at this. The man was already healed. He just had not believed it. And he had not accepted that he was healed. He had not accepted that he could walk. He had not accepted that he could come up out of that place. He did not accept that he could arise up out of there and go and move around. He did not accept that. He had not believed it. And this is what God is telling you. It's time for you to come up out of there. And if you look at verse 12, what did they ask him in verse 12? They said, they asked him in verse 12, um, they said, they asked him, who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? Who is this person? You know, he wasn't supposed to heal on the Sabbath day. That was the issue. And that's why they got mad. They didn't look at the, this man that was paralyzed for 38 years is now standing here and walking. They didn't care about that. They were so hellbound on not on following a law that they couldn't see the grace of God. Mm, 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 mm. How many of y'all in y'all life are trying to follow a law and are not accepting the grace of God in your life? It's time for you to pick up your mat and walk. You don't have to stay in that place of bitterness, depression, brokenness, unforgiveness. You don't have to stay in that place of anger. You don't have to stay in that negative place any day longer unless you choose to. It's time to free your mind. It's time to stop allowing the law to keep your mind bound and to make you feel like you have to stay in this place. 
you don't have to stay in this place. I don't care if they say, you know what, you was wrong, da 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 this. You don't deserve to be healed. The devil is a lie. I don't care what you did in your past. I don't care what you are doing now. You deserve to walk in the freedom and the love and the grace of Jesus. You don't have to be bound to a place of depression because of what you did in your past. You don't have to be bound in a place of bitterness because of what you did in your past. You don't have to be bound there anymore. You don't have to be bound in a place of anger because what has happened in your life. You don't have to be bound in that place anymore. I don't care what the law says. You don't have to be there. See, man will keep you bound in a place that is not conducive for you to grow. It's not conducive for you to walk. It's not conducive for you to go and manifest the land that God has gave you. See, the Israelites, they wandered for 38 years. They were just out there in the wilderness. They just out there in the wilderness, just wandering in unbelief. It was because of their unbelief that they wandered in the wilderness. They would not have wandered that long had they just made, allowed their mind to believe that God had a promise for them. And what, what kind of blows my mind is that they were unbelieving because they didn't see their worth of being in the promised land. They were okay and they believed enough for the manna of God, but they didn't believe enough for the milk and honey for God. It's because of their confidence. They didn't believe that they were worthy of receiving that because they were so used to re receiving strap, uh, scraps from the Egyptians that they didn't know how to receive riches from God. Mm -hmm. How many of you all are stuck in a place because you're not used to receiving riches from God? You're so used to receiving the dog bones. You're so used to receiving the trash and the throwaway that man has given you, that the law has given you, that you can't receive the riches and the grace of Jesus in your life. See, that's what God wants you to say. Come up out of there. It's time for you to arise. It's time for you to pick up your mat and it's time for you to walk. You don't have time to wallow in this place, in this season anymore. You don't have time for that. If you're going to possess the promised land, baby, it's time for you to walk. You don't have time to sit here and wander anymore. You don't have time to sit here and ponder, well, why did my ex do this? Oh, well, why did they hurt me? Why did this happen to me? Well, why in the world did they not be, why weren't they there for me? Why didn't they support me? You don't have time to worry and wander and ponder about that stuff anymore. You don't have time for that. It is time for you to pick up your mat and walk. It is time for you to stop waiting waiting for daddy to, to come and apologize. It's time for you to stop waiting for mom and daddy to love you like you should be loved. It's time for you to stop wondering and it's time for you to stop pondering, well, does my ex still want me? Has he has he gotten back what he did to me? Well, is he, how is he doing? Is he doing good? It is time for you to stop. It's time to move on. It's time to pick up your mat and it's time to walk. It is time to get up out of that place. It's time to come up out of there. You can't stay here no longer. You can't stay here much longer anymore and survive where you're at. You just cannot do it. It is time for you to pick this thing up and it's time to walk. See, if you're going to possess the promised land, if you're going to go to where you're supposed to go, you have to believe that you are worthy enough to go where God has called you to go. You no longer can sit there and say, well, I don't feel like I'm worthy. They said this about me. They said that about me. 
I don't feel like I'm worthy. Baby, let me tell you, I wouldn't be sitting here right now giving you the word of God if I felt like and I pondered over the things that people have said about me. Baby, I realized it's time for me to pick up my mat and it's time for me to walk. And you have to understand that same thing. It's time for you to pick up your mat and it's time for you to walk. It is time for you to go and possess the land that God has called for you to possess. You cannot stay in this place that you've been staying in any longer. You don't, you cannot be there any longer. If you are going to do what God has called you to do, you cannot stay in this place any longer. You have to pick up your mat and you have to walk. It is time to throw away the excuses. Don't be like this invalid man who gave Jesus excuses when Jesus said, do you want to be healed? Listen, let me tell you, it ain't time for you. When Jesus asked you, do you want to be healed? You don't have time to say, but, but Lord, do you know what they did to me? But Lord, do you know how they treated me? But Lord, do you know how, do you see how they're doing me now? But Lord, do you see I'm broke? I don't have it now. But Lord, I don't, I can't do it. I ain't got no car. I'm going to take this job. I ain't got, we don't have time for excuses if you're going to possess the promised land. You have to drop the excuses and you have to pick up your mat and you have to walk. You don't have time for excuses no more. It's time for excuses to go out the window and it's time for you to bring on some experiences. If you get up, you take your mat and you fall, guess what you do? You pick your mat back up and you keep right on walking. When a baby falls, do they just stop walking? No, they keep doing it. They fall, bump their head, they do this and do that. I got a 10-month-old son. He done got so many bumps and bruises from walking, it don't make no sense. But let me tell you one thing about that little fella. That little fella, keep getting, he keep right on going. He take a licking and keep right on ticking. He'll cry for a little while, but he'll get right on back up. You have to be like a baby with baby-like faith, with understanding. I might hurt myself. I might hit my head. I may not understand why, but I'm going to keep right on walking. I'm going to keep right on going. So the word for you today is arise. Take your mat and walk. It's time to come up out of that depression. It's time to come out, out of that brokenness, that anger, that bitterness. You can't stay there no more. You cannot stay in these places that are not conducive for what God has called for you to go. You have purpose on your life. And it's not up for God to make you walk out your purpose. It is your choice. You have purpose. God did his job. He put purpose on your life. It's up to you to say, I'm going to live this purpose out. And you can't live it by sitting there at the pool like this lame man did and sit here saying, I'm waiting for somebody to pick me up. I'm waiting for them to apologize. I'm waiting for them to love me. I'm waiting for them to give me what I want. I, listen, I don't, I'm not trying to go against nobody. And, you know, when the government sends stimulus checks, that's all well and good. But let me tell you one thing, baby. If I'm sitting here broke, I ain't waiting on the government to give me no checks. And that's just point blank, period. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to arise. I'm going to take my mat. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make my check myself. I'm going to find a way to go ahead and get my check because I know what God has for me. God has given us too many talents and too many gifts. We don't have to wait on the government to give us nothing. Now, granted, I'm not taking anything away from the blessings that God gives us through the stimulus checks because it is a blessing. But let me tell you, baby, you ain't going to stay in no broke place and wait on the on the government and send you no check. You're going to do what? You're going to pick it up and you're going to get your mat and you're going to walk. God has called you all to be entrepreneurs. He has called you all to be great. And it's time to walk. And even if God has not called you to be an entrepreneur, baby, he called you to be a boss on somebody's job. And it's time for you to go boss it. It is time for you to go and do it. And it is no time for excuses anymore. Excuses get you nowhere. But lay there at that pool complaining for 38 years that somebody else is doing better than you. That somebody else is happier than you. That somebody else is moving ahead of you. That's all it gets you. So in this season, arise, take your mat, 
Go possess the land that God has for you. And it's okay if you have some things that you know, okay, I'm depending on this. I need this. It's okay for that. But listen, you cannot stay stuck in a place saying, I can't go somewhere because I don't have X, Y, and Z. Listen, you move even if you don't have it and watch God provide it. Be like, don't be like this lame man. Be like, be like when Jesus told him, arise and walk. And what did he do? He arise, he arose and he walked. Take this word today. Arise, take your mat and walk. Have a blessed day, you guys. And continue to be empowered by a king. And also, don't forget to empower someone else. Share this. Share this with your friends. Share this with your loved ones. Empower someone else today.